Life is messy, and trying to do it alone is gross. We are friends, coworkers, moms, driven dreamers who are in this with you, and we want to surface all the messiest parts and talk about them. Hopefully together, we can figure out how to navigate this shit. All right, folks. So we're, we're, gonna, we're actually going to tackle one that Jackie and I are extreme extreme experts actually i would say in this in this area like i couldn't my, even keep a straight face <laughs> i mean i i actually should say take everything you're about to hear with a total grain of salt because we don't know what the hell we're doing but we're gonna talk through it and this is parenting through this pandemic so all you moms and dads caregivers out there this one is for you and because oh my science like we just i be, even now actually i was just looking at my phone and the the mom's thread the neighborhood that I'm on everybody's just starting to freak out at the at even the concept of schools might close again after Thanksgiving and have it be this whole winter break until January which yep I'm going to pretend like that's not going to happen right now just for my own mental sanity yeah. but you know so it's just this is where we are um on top of there's all the stuff going on in the world specifically in our country which has not been great um and been tumultuous and then you've got you know job stuff and we just talked in the last episode about trying to like live where you work and then for those that have kids you're also like oh no by the way there's all these reports on how how detrimental some of this stuff can be to children and it's 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 not just there is this Additional stress that you feel as a parent anyway, like on top of just regular parenting, you're like, oh, they're, and now they're home, like almost all the time, or you're having to make decisions about not just can they go and do this thing? Is it safe for them to go and do right. this thing? What might the repercussions be? Yeah. And then, so we're all stressed. And then we have these little humans that are probably, they're absorbing all this stress too, but they don't really know how to cope with it or how to name it sometimes or, right. or, or what to do. So we're going to unpack this because in the beginning, in the beginning. <laughs> In the beginning of the chaos. It does. It does, which feels like a very long time ago. It really wasn't. We, you and I, actually, we we navigated this very differently. We did. We had, we had different approaches. You hunkered down. Yeah. Appro- appropriately. Jackie, listen to the government. Go figure. Well, <laughs> you know, I struggled and I, I showed... I have to make lists. I have to make pros and cons lists, right? I'm very, like, analytical and I let me show me all the data and then I'm usually really good at... Once I've seen all the data, I can make a decision and I feel good in that decision. And I, for a solid week with my husband, with all my friends, with my parents, went back and forth on what was the right thing to do. This is when we first were going back to school. And I had pro and con lists of all the things, you know, that it is healthier for them to be in school with their teachers, but the risk and and the health concerns of putting that many kids in a school together. And, you know, if we sort of limped along and made it through the the spring semester of last year and you know were we just giving up by sending them back like we had all the emotions and what was funny was every time my husband and I would address it we were squarely on opposite sides and then we would make our arguments and convince each other and end up on the other side <laughs> you're just and too that, good at arguing and we other, went really. like that and I literally on a piece of paper did a pro and con list and and talked to people and got their opinions and in the beginning we decided you know we were able to keep them home. It was sort of working. Let's keep doing that. But it came with its own set of awfulness. Yes, we were healthier because we weren't around anybody, but the mental toll it was mm-hmm. taking on the whole house was 
like physically you were healthier but yeah mentally mentally it was a disaster for all of us right I mean I felt like I while I felt good because I knew where my children were and what they were being exposed to I felt awful that I had become this horrible micromanaging project manager Mm -hmm. which I hate and couldn't figure out how to quit that (laughs) job I had sticky notes of both of their schedules and when a child would come screaming through the dining room jacking around not doing what they're supposed to i'd have to check my sticky note and say you're you're supposed to be on your schedule you're Mm -hmm. supposed to be in math i am in math it feels like you're not in math because you're standing in here with me and the dog and you know they we start having conversations where my little one said something to me a couple times that was heartbreaking of we would go over her assignments every day at the end of the day and use her checkoff chart and every sunday we'd look at everybody's grades and we would sit there and micromanage this but she got to where in the evenings I would say, did you do everything on your checkoff chart? And she would say, yes. And I would say, mm, did you? Let's go over it. And she'd say, you don't trust me. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, I had moments of, was she saying that to manipulate me? But then I had moments of she would say it earnestly of, I'm telling you I did the work. You don't trust me. Right. And it wasn't that I didn't trust her, although there were days where I was like, girl, you didn't, really, you didn't trust her. <laughs> you didn't <laughs> <laughs> she's got to prove you wrong I was, I was a trust and verify moment it didn't work out but there were also moments of technology issues of well did you hit the button well let's check with the teacher well I see that you turned it in let's check to make sure it got turned in and but that really hit me that she would say things to me like you don't trust me mm-hmm. when she's in fourth grade like of course I trust her she's not you know she's not trying to be super devious about not doing one math worksheet right so it, it was it was hard, and we really had to think about it when we sent them back. And we kind of have a bubble with my mom, and I had to take her into account too and say, mm-hmm. how do you feel about this, and do you feel comfortable with this? And it wasn't just an our family decision. Um, but I will say from a mental health perspective, everyone is doing a thousand times better being back at school, being immersed in the classroom, being completely engrossed in what the teacher is saying not worrying about well why did the dog just bark at something out the window it's it's been way better right right but it's space but i don't i still feel guilty like was that a bad call and i i panic a little bit every time we get an email that you know that there was a case in the school but this is how they've contained it i am impressed with how the schools are containing it but i have guilt moments yeah see and this is where we differ. I have zero guilt about sitting back. And Grant and I had zero discussion about it. It was, we were totally aligned like, oh, they're going back. There is no, there is no if, ands, or, or buts about it. And, you know, I think it, it was a bit of a struggle. There was part of my family that didn't agree with that decision. You know, just despite the fact that there was, there was actually a lot of evidence from the medical community that it was going to be okay. And yeah. I'm like you, I, you know, hearing how the school was preparing, how the district was preparing, the steps that they've taken, yep. the fact they are very, they're, they're very strict on the, the quarantining protocols that go yep. in place. I've been very impressed. I don't regret the decision one bit. I, that's actually not true. The one piece of guilt I do have is what you're saying about your mom with like, because, because they are in school, like my kids can't see my mom right now. Right. And she just had hip surgery. Like we can't go, but that's a. You know, and luckily my mom said, yeah. I understand your choice. Like, I understand why you made the choice that you did and I'm okay with it. Yep. Um, I know not everybody gets that type of, you know, reassurance, I guess. But we're also in a different spot where, you know, think what you want ab- about our choices. Our kids, we have one that has known disabilities. You know, the oldest one is confirmed dyslexic and dysgraphic. Yep. 
And if he's, when he was home in the spring, I saw that slide back happen. Like I'm not, I'm not equipped to help him with that. I don't know what that's like. I don't have professionals. Yeah. There's professionals for that. And I'm not one of them. And also to see the people that are the professionals attempting to do this virtually, it was not working, not for lack of trying. Yep. Bless them. They're amazing. And they, they were trying, but it's, those are not disabilities where you can overcome that virtually. Right. And I was worried about what, what does this do? If he's not in person, what happens to his development? He's going to keep falling further behind. He's already behind. Yep. From a reading standpoint, you know, you don't, you want your kid to be able to succeed. Now I've got two, the two girls that are in the middle of an evaluation because we can see there are also learning disabilities there. And so that's, you know, I think sometimes people see these decisions being made and think that maybe it's for, you know, unfortunately, judge and think that maybe it's for selfish reasons or right. you just want them out of the house. And like, yes, I do want them out of the house. I'm not going to pretend like I don't. It's not easier to work without right. them, you know, right behind me um, or asking me for milk five times a day or snacks right. or whatever. But the, my true concern and my true anxiety is not, are they going to get the thing and bring it home? So I'm not worried about Grant and I getting it. You know, it's just, we're... I've, we're, we're not in the population that I think high risk. Yeah, high risk. But m- my concern is what happens to my children developmentally if they're not there and they're yeah. not getting the intervention that they need. What happens to all those kids? I mean, so there's so, you know, we're we're in Texas. Yep. But I know around the world, there's a lot of other schools that are shutting down. And it is a big thing with like, what does that do? Yep. What does that do to the kids? Yeah. And then like abuses on the right those cases like there's just some serious stuff that i think doesn't get talked about enough when it comes yep. to you know, people keep talking about oh well, you know schools being open or not and it's all about spread and i'm like mm, but is it's not all that's not the only fact it's a, right. that is a factor but it's not it shouldn't i don't feel that it should be the only one yeah that that was my dilemma when i kept making my list is i never could come to well here's the here's the clear answer here's obviously what everyone should do there is no clear answer right now Everyone's just trying to navigate this the, the best they can for their family. Right. So, yeah, we we went back and things have definitely been better. And some days I have a real dilemma of, you know, are they struggling because this is a lot, You know, right? This, the energy of the world right now is, is a lot. Or are they kind of taking advantage of that? Or, you know, so I... I go back and forth a little bit, right? So I may come down hard on them one day and then I'll pull back the next and, and try and have a conversation to say, well, how are you feeling, right? We just had a whole conversation on Sunday about grades. Mm-hmm. And now that we're back in school, what what's weird to me is I'm seeing across every subject for one of my kids, they're all over the place. I mean, we're talking, you may have a 20 and a 100 and an 80 and oh, a 90 whoa. and like, all over in the same class or all over all the classes and so i just had to i at first was very irritated about it because come on man this is like your one thing you've got to do right she also has just started into middle school which is different and they you know you're having to be a little more responsible for your stuff and, and middle school in 2020 right should, yeah know, which is even <laughs> not like a normal middle school experience it's, and it, which middle school is awful anyway but now it's right. i mean shit the yeah pandemic, this is worse exactly and so we had to sit down and while i did maybe come down on her pretty hard in the beginning i i quickly shifted the conversation to expectations so then it wasn't i wasn't trying to come down on how she felt about it or what she was doing but like 
here's the goal, right? Here's the vision. We expect, right? You expect daddy and I to do our job so we can, I don't know, live in a house and eat some food and go to the roller skating <laughs> rink when you want to. But I expect that you're going to be a student and you're going to try. And I get it. It was real weird in the beginning when it was mommy and daddy teaching you, but you are in your classroom now. And I'm not expecting straight A's, but what I am expecting is effort. What I'm not seeing is consistent effort. And so I told her, I said, this is your responsibility. When we go over the grades every uh, Sunday, I don't want excuses. What I want to hear is, yeah, I feel like you're right. I didn't do that great on that test. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go talk to that teacher. I'm going to ask mm -hmm. for extra credit. I'm going to talk to you and dad and say, maybe I need a tutor. Maybe I need some help in this. I don't understand it. But it was almost like I had to start setting expectations. Yeah. Um, maybe that just made me feel better. But it seemed to get her to talk to me about it, how she's feeling about things, where she's confused. Is it because of the weird situation? Like, I let her talk and just yeah. tell me what's going on. But I also was clear in, yes, <laughs> and I expect an improvement, right? right? And we right. had some disciplinary actions of some uh, electronics that, you know, were taken out, of, <laughs> taken out of the mix for a week. Oh, no, mom. Right. The electronics. Well, that's mm -hmm. what I'm like. First world problems over here. Oh, no. Yeah. You can't play with your Nintendo Switch. Right. You know, for a week, you're going to be fine. I said, well, you need to buckle down and you need to be doing these assignments. So I try and... I'm trying to focus on expectations, but I'm also trying to be aware this is hard. Yeah. It's a hard line, though, because, you you know, you always hear about kids that the the those expectations that you're setting and, like, holding her to think, like, that's good for them, you yeah. know? And just pandemic aside, that from a development standpoint, it's good for them to have that. But you're, you're totally right that right now it's a little – you got to be a little sensitive to, like – but is, is it that they're just not trying, um, mine are too young to like really take advantage of it, but that they somehow are like see a little leeway maybe, or they yeah. just aren't, you know, they're just tired or something like yeah. that versus where do you, where do you push and where do you, where do you not, but you do still, I, I like that when you were talking about what you said to her, it was, you're kind of giving her something that she can have power over. Yes. Which is right now so we we don't have like none of us have the power to overcome this pandemic no. none of us really that i mean you might say well there's steps we can take from like the racial divide and all that for sure we should be taking but it's still kind of like a powerless like this thing is big the racial divide's big the pandemic's big all these big things yep. so i like that you gave her something that make, maybe makes her feel like she has some power in the yeah in it Shockingly, my children like to be in control. That's weird. I know. Where did they really get that? Mike. <laughs> they got that from We all know that's their, not true. They got that from their father. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's... But I do. We have these moments of going back and forth of like, are they having trouble because of the situation? Are they just being turds because they're little kids and they're pushing boundaries? And mm -hmm. the constant ebb and flow of what do we do with that? Right. How do we navigate that? Right. I'm, I'm actually taking notes on what you're saying because at some point I'm going to have to hold. Right now, we have no grades. We have, did you get a little star sticker on that or did you get a little frowny face? Maybe you know, this is where we are in life. So it's, uh, and apparently there's some app that I can log in to see all of Caden's work that I can't get into because, you know, this is also where we are now. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not trying to be in a deadbeat mom, yeah. but I like really can't get into Seesaw like right now. It keeps telling me to find an administrator. I don't know who that is. So uh, that doesn't sound good. But I will say that that has been a little bit of something that maybe a positive is 
I wasn't as involved in the girls' schoolwork before, right? They went to this school, right, this mm -hmm. black box, this school, and they went in there and hopefully learned some stuff, and they came out mm -hmm. with some report cards every nine weeks, right? And, and not that I wasn't involved because it was drop-off. I knew all the teachers. I was coming to do the friendship parties and all of those right. things. But, but I, like the, the classwork. I wasn't mm -hmm. involved in the day-to-day -day classwork, and it could be also that they were younger and now they're, you know, it's getting a little bit harder. Starting in the spring, I knew what we were doing every hour, every day, what's in the checkoff chart. Mm -hmm. I was reading with them. Um, and so I've tried to keep up th with that. And it almost became, they know now that I am going to look at the grades every Sunday. We're going to sit down and we're going to talk about them. Like it is going to happen. So you have all week long to make choices and have the power to get whatever grades you're going to get. But we're going to talk about them on right. Sunday. And I didn't used to do that. And so I feel better in a way that yeah. like I'm trying to help along the way not just once it's like a, if you know talking about a, something every nine weeks yeah you're and it's a dumpster fire Sunday. now because we didn't catch it along the way right, right. we're we're trying to you keep know, up with it that's yes and in the spring so the girls that's actually when I caught how far behind they were from yeah. you know letters and sounds and and that they didn't have the fluency that they really should have to your point, I wasn't like we were leaving them, and, and you know, at school during the day, just thinking, all right, well, they're 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 doing, they're yeah. learning what they should be learning, right? Because we never heard otherwise. Yeah. And the only reason why I picked up on it was because when I they were home and I was trying to do the exercise with them, I'm like, oh shit, yeah, they're like behind, super behind. Because a parent, I'm thinking like, well, as long as I'm reading with them at night, then that's fine. And they were yeah. not at an age where they should have been expected to like read on their own, so there were no red flags. And so to your point, then when they so when fall came around, I knew to just go ahead and, and kick off the evaluation. But I don't know, and I hadn't ever thought about it until you said that. I don't know that I would have known that had we not been through what happened in the spring. And I had to get closer to, like, what do they actually know? Or you would have found that out later. Right. At least but so now. I mean, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have known, at the, I wouldn't have known yeah. in August that I needed to, yeah. to kick this thing off because it, it would have been halfway through the semester. And we know these things take forever like, yeah. because we're still waiting. So it would have, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Silver lining. I think one of the other things that has come from this pandemic that I do like and I will protect is we spend a lot of time together as a family, mm -hmm. right? Like outside and, you know, once upon a time, you know, the girls wanted to put a, we, we always building something in the backyard, but they wanted to put a swing in the front yard. And my husband was adamantly opposed to it. I have no idea why, but he was. And it, it couldn't just be a swing. It had to be this fancy swing mm -hmm. that they saw from a friend's house. And I thought, on earth why is a swing a hundred dollars i do not understand but it's almost like making those conscious decisions of okay well that's going to be our thing that we that we do right instead of you know taking a weekend trip or right. going to the jumpy bouncy place or whatever like right we're gonna we're gonna swing but we're also gonna spend time out there all together right and whether that was you know decorating the swing in the front yard for halloween and other holidays or we actually took our family pictures out there and the swing is in our family pictures for this. <laughs> so everyone get, get ready to see the, the pictures. I'm, I'm excited yep. to see the swing. I hope um, it's dressed up. But I think we just had to kind of, you know, things that I would say, oh, that's, that feels like we're not buying that. That's too expensive, too luxurious. But on the other hand, I'm like, what else are we doing? Right. And if it gets us outside and all together and in some fresh air, maybe that's, like, maybe that's a okay. thing. Yeah, I mean, to that and I, because the kids are home now from three o'clock on, and the weather's been nice. 
we go to the park most of the time. And yep. before all this, it, that wouldn't have really happened because I'd be picking them up at six o'clock and dark. And you yeah, know, exactly. Yeah, those those the little things of normalcy, or actually, I guess what we're really talking about is there's kind of like a new level of of togetherness. Do you think they're always going to want this though? No, but that's why we have to do it now. There's going to be a time where they're like, ah, gross. I mean, I mean, even by next spring, they might be like, I'm just, I'm kind of over this whole family thing. I just want to, I mean, we used to travel, you we both for work used to travel all the time. I have not gotten on a plane at all this year, which is Uh -uh. so weird. And I used to love work. I still actually, the idea of maybe like a small work trip sounds kind of amazing, but I have grown to appreciate, I've been home Every yeah. single night this year with my family. Yep. I could not have said that any other any other year. No, I agree. So I think, you know, if I were to summarize some of the things I've been doing, again, take all these things with a grain of salt because I also change them up constantly to see what's... And we are not doctors. No. <laughs> not even sort. professionals in this situation. No. But, you know... But we as, have children. We so. have children. And as moms, like, you know, some of the things is, you know, you have to... You have to sit down and decide what's right for your family. You know, pro and con list, understand who your bubble is, make sure that whole bubble signs off on what they want. But, like, make sure the kids have a say in it. Mm-hmm. How do they feel? Do they miss their their friends? Do they want to be in the classroom? You know, my um, – I had a friend that said that the kids were going to school and it just didn't – he wasn't clicking with the teacher and felt more productive and, like, in tune with the reading that they were having to do by staying home. And so they elected to stay home. Like, that yeah. was better for him, but they had to ask him that. So I think figuring out what's right for your family and, you know, stand tall in that. It, don't let other people bully you. It's not their decision. Right. Everyone's trying to do the best. It's Again, there's no clear answer, so don't let anybody feel – or try and tell you that there is – I think listen to your kids, right? Try to understand how they're feeling. Cut them some slack to extra hugs, you know, you know, extra outside time, ex- you know, as much as we're sick of being all together, you know, is it a tradition of, you know, we were riding our bikes and scooters to the park or mm-hmm. playing Frisbee or whatever it is. Put a ridiculous swing in your front yard and take family pictures on it. Decorate it. <laughs> it's had a skeleton for Halloween. Just, every swing should. <laughs> um, you know, I think while I wasn't thinking about it at the time, I think you're right, Holly. My kids are at an age where they need to be able to kind of have some control and own some stuff mm-hmm. and set expectations. Um, and then when you need to shift those expectations, you shift them. Yep. The only other action item I'll add is can we just not judge each other? Can the judgment stop? Because yeah. this whole situation is hard enough as it is to try and parent through that the last thing we should be doing is judging each other for the choices that we make. Um, Because like you said, every every family is going to make a different choice and don't assume that it's a selfish one. Right. Like I said, my kids being back in school very much had everything to do with them and their learning. Yep. So, yeah, that's my my last ask of everybody is just can we just not judge there? There's a lot of other stuff we can judge each other on. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not that one. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And all you parents out there, Godspeed. Yeah. Just we wish you the best of luck. And all the wine in the world. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Bye. Bye.